I said, hey, ladies and fellas, if you're listening. As a woman of color, it is so hard to find lipsticks and glosses that really pop on my beautiful brown skin. Y'all know what I'm talking about? When the lipstick is giving lackluster instead of Lil Mama, okay? (laughs) Well, I discovered the most radiant, saturated, and pigmented lipsticks for richer complexions, and I found them at the Lip Bar. The Lip Bar is a black woman-owned and led beauty brand that focuses on providing effortless beauty options for all women, but especially women like us with highly melanated skin. Oh, and did I forget to mention that all Lip Bar products are vegan and cruelty-free? Get into it, friends. Make sure you click the link in the show notes to receive 10% off your first or next order of beauty products at the Lip Bar. Hashtag, you're welcome. And now, you're listening to The Sugar-Free Podcast. Welcome to the tea party, friends. Now tell me, girl, how you like your tea, you know it's sugar-free. Now tell me, girl, how you like your tea, up in here we like it sugar-free. Come through, stop by, get up with me, with your girl sitting back, I'm a little crazy. Ooh, right here with me, it's where you wanna be, let's get it Welcome to another episode of the Sugar Free Podcast, the life advice podcast for millennial women, hosted by me, your homegirl in your head, Sid Mack. And so we are here, friends, with another episode. And so I don't know if y'all can see me at home, but you might notice a little something different. So for those who are listening and tuning in over the audio waves, the little something different that my friends tuning in on the video is that your girl got some hair. Yes. So I know a couple of weeks ago in the previous episode, I let y'all know that I was thinking about and in the process of getting some hair getting a wig and she is done she is here and she is bad okay shout out to my girl kiosha at the wigville for laying down this wig okay if you are in the new york city area and you are interested in glueless wigs please hit my girl up and go get yours today Every woman who who's interested in a wig needs one. Okay. Thank you, girl. <laughs> so with that, let's get into today's episode. So today's episode, we are actually talking about hair. <laughs> you guessed it. Uh, in my hair journey, I just really want to talk about that with you guys today. Because it's something that's been weighing on my head, literally. <laughs> and on my heart the last few weeks. Okay, so this week's episode is my hair journey and how I am learning to love myself both with and without hair. So it's just me and you this week, friends. 
<laughs> there's no special guests. There's no um, education. Well, there might be a little bit of education. We always trying to learn something. But there's no formal education this week. It's just a conversation between me and you, your bestie, your homegirl in your head. <laughs> so are y'all ready for this conversation? Good. So I know y'all remember back in season one. And for y'all who did not tune in to season one, it's your opportunity to go back right now, rewind, go back to season one. And tune into my episode on alopecia that I did with a very dear special friend and mentor, Miss Michelle Gibson, just talking about what it meant to be a black woman in the world with alopecia and the difficult journey it is to traverse the world as a bald woman. Okay, make sure you go back and listen to that. And so I feel like today's episode is kind of like an update from that one. It's a real full circle moment. Right. So I thought in my mind that I was going to have to be bald forever. I mean, I am going to have to be bald forever. <laughs> Let's make no mistake about it. I will be bald forever because I have alopecia. My hair is probably not growing back. There is a 99% chance that my hair is not growing back. And so I will be a bald woman forever. But what I meant was I wasn't sure that I would be able to switch back to wearing wigs. Update, I have, I did, and I'm, I'm loving it here. And so part of my hesitation and not being sure about whether or not I could go back to wearing wigs again was A, could I find one that was not going to require glue? So if y'all remember from that previous episode, the reason why I stopped wearing wigs was not because I wanted to, it was because the glue that was holding the wigs to my head back then because we didn't have the technology in wigs that we have now was damaging my scalp. And so I had to stop wearing the wigs. Now, obviously, we go on glueless, right? So that was number one. Number two, I felt a lot of pressure from people who felt like being bald was part of my public persona and my identity. And people are like, oh, but being bald is your signature. How can you not wear a wig? Or how can you not be bald now? Publicly, because I'm always going to be bald privately, right? And and so I was like, dang, like, I feel like people are expecting me to be bald or to carry the mantle for black bald woman. And no, I reject that. I rebuke that. <laughs> and that doesn't have to be my story. If I want it to be fine, but it doesn't have to be. If I want to throw this wig on, look, everybody in a mom in 2023 got a wig on. Why can I put a wig on? <laughs> you know what I mean? Literally, every woman in America is getting an opportunity to partake in wearing a wig in 2023 and I was feeling pressured to not wear one because folks think I should be bald stop playing with me <laughs> I'm not doing it and so I decided that I'm throwing away those expectations and doing what feels most authentic and comfortable and natural for me which at this point in my life is wearing a wig so I talked about this a couple weeks ago and saying that I had been feeling not young and 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 fresh and sprightly I'm, I'm 33 years old now and and that was a thought I was thinking about like am I going to be bald forever you know um 
am I, am I going to just have to accept this? You know, and, and it's one thing to, to be bald at 25. It's like cute and, you know, hot or whatever. But, you know, at 40, like you start aging. <laughs> like, let, let's be honest. You start aging visibly. There are visible signs of aging and, and being bald. It, it, it's it's hard to look youthful and sprightly as a bald woman at 40. More so than it is at 25. And I was like, I'm trying to be like Angela Bassett fine out here. What am I do? I'm accomplished that. And so honestly, I just, I wasn't feeling real confident in my look. I wasn't feeling young and sprightly. I'm like, I, I'm working out four days a week. I'm healthier than ever. Um, you know, I'm, I'm doing everything that I can to, to make sure that I look and feel great. And I felt like being bald was counterproductive for what I'm going for and what I'm trying to do. <laughs> and so it was time to make a change. It was time to make a change. And I did that. And I'm so incredibly happy and excited that I did. And so today I don't necessarily want to talk about my hair journey. If you, like I said, if you want to listen to my hair journey, you can go back to season one and you can tune into that. But I do want to talk about just the lessons that I've learned navigating the world as a bald woman and the the lessons that I've learned in the few short days of coming back <laughs> to being a woman with hair <laughs> Jesus all right so get ready for these lessons let's get into it because I think that no matter whether you have hair or not I think we all have insecurities I think that we we are all dealing with um, confidence and how to feel good when we walk in the world so I think that these lessons will be helpful and beneficial for us all so the first lesson that I learned is that you have to be comfortable with the person staring back at you in the mirror. And I know we talk about that a lot from an internal standpoint, and that is true. But it's also really important for you to feel comfortable with who is literally staring back at you in the mirror physically. What you look like has a significant impact on your confidence. It does, period. Put a pin in it, okay? What you look like on the outside has a significant impact with how you feel on the inside. It really does. So when I first lost my hair some years ago, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror without a wig on. So I didn't always go bald for the first few years that I lost my hair I wore wigs religiously you wouldn't go catch me out in the streets without a wig on you wouldn't go catch me in the house without a wig on you couldn't catch me sleep without a wig on okay I was going didn't take the wig off right it was glued to my scalp y'all heard me say that it was glued down it wasn't going nowhere it wasn't coming off and the reason was because I couldn't look at myself in the mirror without that wig on I couldn't do it I didn't feel good I didn't feel pretty I didn't feel like myself I felt like I looked in that mirror and I felt like a fraud I felt I just didn't feel good and I think that feeling good about how you look is so important 
It informs how you behave. It informs how you dress. It informs how you allow others to treat you. It informs what you are willing to accept in this world. It informs how bold you're willing to be when you step out of your house every single morning. And we need that confidence to get where we're going, friends. We need that. And I think that for a long time, for the better part of these eight years, I was faking it till I made it. Like, let, let me be 100% honest. I was faking it till I made it. I'm not going to say that every day that I woke up without a wig on my head, that I didn't feel good about myself and I didn't feel confident. That wouldn't be true. But I can honestly say there were more days when I didn't feel good about myself than I did. And it was 100% affecting how I showed up in the world. I guess the Lord decided I needed that experience. And so I did. But I think that I have settled for things, for people, for relationships, for, for I have settled in so many ways because I didn't feel good about myself on the inside. And it's, it's something you can't explain. And you definitely can't explain it while you're going through it and while you're in the middle of it. When I put that wig on yesterday and I walked out of the hair salon, I felt a sense of pride and a sense of beauty that I just hadn't felt in a really long time. <laughs> I hadn't felt it in a really long time, friends. And that's why I was like, I need to do this episode because it's so important for us to understand these things so that we can show up in the world as our best self. So I say that to say, friends, if you are feeling like there is something about your appearance that you don't like, change it. And not just for vanity or aesthetic reasons. Change it because you won't know the full impact of walking in this world uh, physically as someone less than who you think you are and who you believe yourself to be until you change it. You won't fully know how much taller you'll be walking, how much more confidently you'll be walking and speaking. You won't fully know the true stature of the person that you are until you change it. So if there's something about yourself, if there is a hairstyle that you don't like, if you got some extra love around your middle, if you, you know, have a few pimples you need to go to the esthetician and get popped do it do it because we all deserve to walk in this world as our most confident selves and I feel like that is how we will get everything that we truly feel like we deserve is by walking in the world as the person who we we know ourselves to be so do it two okay other people will treat you differently when you project the confidence to the world that you naturally should be feeling on the inside. Okay, so let me let me break that down for you a little bit further. Right. When you are confident and you feel good, you radiate an energy that is so vibrant and different to the world that the other people in your aura and your sphere will start to treat you differently. It's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. 
people will treat you different. Not only because of the, the light that you are radiating on the outside, but unfortunately, also because people are vain. And, and this was like something that's that was really difficult for me to accept that people would be treating me differently. And that people, quite frankly, have been treating me differently since I put this wig on. <laughs> and I'm not going to sit up here and be, pretend like they haven't. And I don't know if they are treating me differently because I look differently or because I'm behaving differently or a combination of both. But either way, friends, if we have an opportunity to be treated better and differently, I say we take it. <laughs> I say we take it. I say we go for it, right? Because not only will that make us feel better on the inside, then we will be projecting to the world our best selves on the outside and people will be treating us better and differently. And I'm all here for free drinks. Compliment. <laughs> nice date. Getting out of tickets. Whatever, whatever you want to accomplish or whatever nice treatment or improved treatment looks like or feels like for you, I say go for it. The other reason why that's important is because when you start showing up differently, you will stop accepting less than what you deserve. You, you will not allow people to treat you any differently than the best because you believe it, you radiate it, you demand it. Yeah. So that's number two, friends. When you feel different on the outside, people on the outside will treat you different. <laughs> they will treat you different. Mm-hmm. So the third thing that I will say is a lesson that I have learned on this journey. And that is very, very important is that I care about what other people think about me. And I think that's a natural and normal thing. I refuse to let what other people think about me control me anymore. But I'd be lying if I said what other people thought about me, how they viewed me, didn't matter to me. It does. And I don't know if we ever truly evolve past that as humans. I don't know. That was another really hard thing to say out loud. I think that's a really hard thing to say out loud. Because most people will have you believe that the only way to be confident and, you know, in yourself is like not caring what other people think about you and all this and that. And that would be great. But most of us do care what other people think about us. And that's because unless you want to live in a vacuum <laughs> alone, to some degree, how other people view you, it matters. And that's not always tied to physical appearance, right? Like if you're a bad person, if you're a jerk, nobody's going to want to be around you. <laughs> you know what I mean? If, if you if you don't treat people well, nobody's going to want to be around you. If, if you're always like gossiping about people, right? Like so, so there are things like people want to be around genuinely good and nice people. But that also plays into what people think about you, you know? And I think that for a lot of people... 
that perception is reality. <laughs> that perception can be be reality and, and it can also be somewhat of a self-fulfilling prophecy if 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 others around you all the time say oh my god you're so fantastic you're wonderful you're so fantastic you're wonderful eventually hopefully some of that will seep in by osmosis it's not always the case right but it's it sure beats feeling like the opposite is true yeah and so like yeah that, that was a real tough pill for me to swallow is admitting to myself that how other people view me matters damn <laughs> i know y'all i know i know i know so the fourth thing and the last thing that i you know want to share with you about this hair journey and my lessons and what i've learned is that a bad mm, listen i can't i can't say the word that i want to say because my mama might be listening but y'all know y'all know i am bad and i believe that to be true especially with this wig on <laughs> listen the other day i was thinking to myself with the wig on with the with the wig on yes she's She's beautiful. She's beautiful. I was thinking to myself, if my 18-year-old self could look at me now, she would be so proud of you, girl. She would be so proud of the woman that you've become. She would say, you're beautiful. Your milkshake is bringing all the boys to the yard. Yes, you fine. And you're intelligent. You're educated. You have a degree from Hampton. You have a law degree from Emory. You're a successful corporate lawyer living in New York in a fabulous apartment on the Upper East Side. <laughs> Was a professor at two top universities for five years. You had your own law firm. You have dated interesting men, traveled the world. You have a great little dog, Mr. Bentley. You have friends and family who love and care about you. You are that chick. Yeah, so that is a lesson I've learned, like to celebrate who I am today and to remind myself every single day and every single morning that you are that chick. And I hate to say it that that I don't know that I felt truly like I was that chick before, you know, I went on this journey of finding a wig and getting an esthetician and, and getting back to feeling good about myself. I don't I don't know if I could have said that, but I can say it today. I'm that chick. <laughs> she bad. <laughs> she did that. And my 18 year old self is somewhere in 2008 dreaming about the woman I am today and I'm here and I'm proud of myself and so friends I encourage y'all to think about that can you honestly say that the woman that you are today is the woman your 18 your 19 your 20 year old self wanted to be are you her are you close to being her are you someone better than her right because sometimes Life works out in a way where life turns out even better than 
our 18 year old selves could have possibly imagined. And so if you are her, give yourself a pat on the back. If you are on the road to becoming her, give yourself a pat on the back. If you're not there yet, if you're not her yet, you will be. Give yourself a pat on the back. And so, yeah, that's the lesson, friend. Remind yourself as often as possible. Do affirmations. I have been into affirmations, y'all. <laughs> yeah, listen, I listen. I am totally Mary Jane calling it lately, but I have vision boarding affirmations, whatever I need to do. A couple of affirmations I have, if y'all are interested, as we wrap up this episode, never settle for anything less than love. Forgiveness does not always equal acceptance. Let me say that again for people in the back. <laughs> Never settle for anything less than love. Forgiveness does not have to equal acceptance. Another affirmation that's been on my wall lately. You deserve a partner who loves you. Period. You deserve joy and you are beautiful. Those are my affirmations. And you need to tell yourself that too, friends. Every day. All day as often as you can you are bad and never forget it okay wonderful this was fun <laughs> i really love it when it's just us two you know maybe a few more hundred <laughs> but doesn't it feel like it's just the two of us doesn't it feel so much more intimate than that so i really love it when it's just us and we can have these real conversations and so I hope that y'all were able to take something away on my journey. And I'm going to continue to check in with y'all. We're going to continue to have these different episode formats because, you know, we're in season four. We've, we've evolved. <laughs> we've evolved unapologetically. And we could do that because that's our business, right? <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes. So thank you guys for tuning in for another fantastic episode Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you are beautiful. And we are on our way to accomplishing great things. Yeah? Yeah. So make sure you tune back in in another two weeks for some more amazing conversation. Of course, some more life lessons and tips. More incredible vulnerability. And a little bit more of me. <laughs> you know, your favorite homegirl in your head. And of course, more of the most exquisite tea. That's 100% sugar-free woo chow mm-hmm what a show we shared some good old tea today didn't we friend thank you for your presence I truly enjoyed you at the tea party and we appreciate you sipping on some sugar-free tea with me your host Sid Mac until next time be sure to connect with me on Facebook Instagram and YouTube at Sugar Free Podcast or at Sugar Free Pod. You can also visit our website at www.sugarfreepodcast.com. See you again soon, friends, and be sure to keep the tea party going, a with plenty of tea. That's one hundred percent sugar free.
Meet small business owner Mackenzie Nicole. Mackenzie's business is growing and she needs forms and templates to legally protect her business from clients, partners, and employees. But she's low on cash and needs to find forms and templates that are legally binding and comprehensive yet affordable. Not knowing where to find such forms and templates, Mackenzie was stressed until she found Formally Forms, the one-stop DIY legal shop for small business owners, side hustlers, and entrepreneurs. All Formally Forms are affordable, easy to use, and expertly drafted by a licensed business attorney and reviewed by a law professor. So what are you waiting for? Be like Mackenzie and get your Formally Form or template today.